0: Welcome to Cup Talk. I'm Nick. I'm Benny. Yeah, here we are. We're back. We're
1: back. We're
0: back. <laughs> We're back. Like that 1997 dinosaur movie that I can't really remember, but everyone loves so much. But it's like, what happens in that movie?
2: What movie are you talking about? We're back. Oh yeah, no, I don't even know.
0: <laughs> Whenever like I see it, like I'm like, oh my gosh, that was the greatest movie ever. I'm like, what happens? Like.
2: The dinosaurs come back and You know what now that you like vaguely talk about it, I'm like, eh, i I'm, I know what you're talking about. I've never seen it.
0: It's like Land V before time was so good. They're like, let's do another one set in real time and honestly the only scene I can remember from the movie is like the movie cover where they're walking down like I don't know what Main Street in New York is called, but Main Street in New York.
2: Yeah, well, um, I'm
0: guessing it's a movie about everyone loves the dinosaurs, and then slowly they're like, actually, dinosaurs kind of (laughs) suck. and then eh, accept everyone for being a dinosaur. Hey, not the a only
2: dinosaur. The only dinosaur thing I really loved as a kid that TV show I don't even know what it's called it's called dinosaurs what dinosaurs you know that was it I always and I seek little clips of it nowadays and I'm just like whoa what why did I love this show so much but I did I loved it so down,
0: down to baby down <laughs> they got those were like that and like Ninja Turtles were way ahead of their time in like costumes. Like Oh yeah. Yeah. Like those guys probably worked on George Lucas's first, you know, few <laughs> Star Wars films, like, oh, we know how to make some costumes. But that was those were great shows. Um, um probably you know, they probably went extinct, but you know. <laughs> 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 you know. I saw some like thing about like the last clip was like, Well, what if we don't come back? <laughs> you know, like everything's oh, not yeah, gonna yeah, be yeah. alright. Everything's not gonna be alright, you know. But yeah, so Land Before Time was really good, and then they made like 87 different Land Before Time. Truth be
2: told, I honestly cannot remember watching Land Before Time all the way through.
0: Yeah, me either. Autumn loves that one too, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's great.
2: Like what is it, Littlefoot or Padfoot or something?
0: Littlefoot and Ducky and Spike, and I... Don't know the girl's name. I'm
2: impressed that you know all that because I, <laughs> one and done. That's it, Littlefoot. That's all.
0: You know, dinosaur movies always have like a good like. You feel like they're going to be a good movie, and then they're just usually not. But maybe like the Jurassic Park, like the first <clears throat> one.
2: Come on, what about that Disney one that just little flop, No, flopped. It the, was called the Good Dinosaur. The Good Dinosaur. Lexi loves it, but
0: again, it, it seems like Land Before Time from what I remember very much like that, add in a little kid, but the little kid is also like a a lost puppy, too, and so is the dinosaurs, so it's like...
2: Okay, alright. <laughs> I just remember hearing it didn't do good.
0: No, it didn't do good at all. But honestly, I had hopes for it, but no, a good dinosaur, it's a good, like, you know, like, we'll turn it on and let it watch, but like, sit down, popcorn, movie night, probably not the best.
2: <laughs> well, <clears throat> you know... <laughs> Summer movie reviews are over.
0: <laughs> All right. What was your favorite summer movie? Mm. Speaking of summer movies.
2: I don't know. I mean, we
0: got, we got The Flash, New Indiana Jones, The Ninja Turtles, Barbie, Oppenheimer, um, Spider-Man, if you saw Mission Impossible. Uh, sure. Sh-
2: I'm surprised you remembered all those because you want to
0: know how many of those movies I've seen? Two. (laughs) Maybe three.
2: I was going to say, I know I haven't seen Mission Impossible, haven't seen Ninja Turtles, but if I had to pick one, mm, I don't know, Oppenheimer or Spider Man. Well, I take it back. I do like, I did like Indiana Jones, and some people are like, ooh, See, I'm such an Indiana
0: Jones fan, and I still haven't seen it. I think I'm gonna go buy it tonight because I I know it's on digital and so I think that's what Thursday night's gonna be is Indiana Jones night you know yeah. so I think I'm gonna watch it tonight and review on next episode maybe <laughs> of the Indiana Jones movie but honestly I saw Ninja Turtles I saw Oppenheimer and <sighs> Little Mermaid. <laughs> I saw Little Mermaid on
2: Disney Plus when it came out. I, I did I saw, go see, I saw it
0: in theaters. Like I only <clears> saw two movies in theaters all all summer, and that was Little Mermaid. And we were like, oh, we're going to go every Tuesday. But then we ended up having hockey, summer hockey on Tuesday, so we never went Tuesday movies after that. But we bought Ninja Turtles for Brooks' birthday because we had a Ninja Turtle birthday party. And that one was good. I liked it.
2: I'll tell you what. Haunted Mansion, I loved it.
0: Yeah? I yeah. forgot about that one. You said that. But I, I know that one tanked like... On the, on the you know, the reviews and stuff. No way, it was great. And there's one scene, freaking hilarious. All right, well, I'm going to add that to my watch. I bet you could download it already.
2: October 4th, it's on Disney+. Plus.
0: Oh, so I'll just wait, like, another... One week. week one week, so one week, maybe we'll, we'll review that one on the net. Well, we're getting in movie reviews, but we're getting them in. Well, Batman's Locker Room will hit the reviews, <laughs> but they're, like, just streaming reviews, so, like, you know, like, don't plan on... You know, see these movies in movie theaters because we didn't, you know, take the money and time to go see them in a movie theater. I do want to see Dumb Money, though. That one looks funny. Old GameStop. Yeah, (laughs) that one looks funny. But, all right, well, we we need it. We are already off the rails, and we're only five minutes into the show. So, (laughs) let's get it back. Um, Youth Hockey has started. For pretty much everybody. Everyone in the state, I think, like you're talking your travel teams, your girls' teams, the rec teams, the little kids are all started. And I think it's going great. It's fun to go to the rink and, like, you see, you know, all the different ages, like getting off the rink, ice or when you're leaving, they're getting on the ice and stuff. So, our short, you know, little stint of a season so far has been pretty fun. We've had a few games with. I'm helping coach the um, travel 12U at the Mustangs, and it's been a lot of fun, and we're okay. We're doing okay. There's a lot of things that
2: I think we need to work on as a team. <laughs> I did say, is it one of those things that's like, <clears throat> we have all the right components, and we just got to put them together, or is it like, well, we're kind of missing some things. We need a little bit more development skill in that area.
0: Um, we need more development in the classroom.
2: In the classroom.
0: Yes, I think so. I think the... the a little more locker are, talk. No, we do the locker. And that's one thing, like, like, our head coach is really big on, is 15 minutes before every practice and 15 minutes before every game, you're dressed just listening. Mm. You know? And so... But it's nice because we never waste time on the ice explaining a drill. Yeah. I mean, we might have to re-explain it because they didn't get it, but, like... All the coaches know what's going on next. All the you know, the everyone's
2: got their own whiteboard.
0: Uh, actually, we very rarely even bring a whiteboard to the ice because we did all the whiteboard work in the locker room. So, I mean, sometimes the games, whatever, there's a whiteboard on the bench, but I think I think it's more. In the in the classroom, they need they need some uh, work. But it's a it's going to be a good season. We're excited. They all
2: need to be in detention.
0: Ducks, ducks, <laughs> ducks, ducks. I will not quack at the <laughs> at the principal, but we don't go to our first tournament until Halloween weekend in Vegas. So it's kind of been a long wait. Yeah. But, uh, so hopefully we get some games in between now and then because we don't have any on our schedule at this point. I don't think. Um Also, so we didn't end up playing Lady Grizz, which we've played in the past. Um, but we kind of are doing a little side girls team in Ogden. That's kind of a learning where we're making it up as we go mm-hmm. almost and just yeah. dis- discovering it. So it's going to end up being like a 14U and 12U and 10U.
2: You guys are winging it and you call the ducks?
0: <laughs> no, here's the thing, though. They call them the later junior Mustangs. But, like, I was like, I'm pretty sure, like, on the on the road to the ice rink one week, I was like, I'm pretty sure a Mustang is, like, a male horse. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure, like, a Mustang, like, you know, like, there's a lot of different, like, yeah but a yeah. Mustang horse is a male horse. Like, a certain mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I don't know if there's a girl's name for a Clydesdale, you know. But a Clydesdale is a certain kind of horse, yeah, I think. Yeah. I don't know that much about horses.
2: <laughs> if you do, you can correct us. <laughs> Whatever.
0: But I looked it up, and a girl Mustang is called a Philly. You so guys are the Phillies? I think we should be called the Phillies. But I think that some people wouldn't know who we were because they're like, who's the Phillies? Like, Philadelphia? Like Yeah. The Ph- Philadelphia Phillies? Or, you know, but I think it'd be fun to be called the... The Ogden Phillies, yeah, and like you know, then people are like, "What is the Phillies?" Well, Google it, you know. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. Google Phillies. Google me, <laughs> Google me, Google us. <laughs> um, so that's gonna be fun. Hopefully, we can go to a couple tournaments with that team, and yeah, they're really excited for what that has in store. So I'm head coach in that one. Autumn's team manager. So
2: <laughs> nice. <laughs> Where we
0: are, we we did it this. Summer with like the Syracuse junior high team, and that worked really well for us. So, I guess we're gonna take that energy and push it into this girls' team, and hopefully, it's as successful. Double down, let it ride. I, I don't think we're gonna be like you know as good as we were as the Syracuse team, but <laughs> you never know.
2: You did you lose some key components? Is that what you're saying?
0: Well, I'm no, I'm just saying it's a new team. There are three girls that were also on the Syracuse Four girls that were on the Syracuse team that are going to be on the... The the, Phillies. The (laughs) Phillies. So, hopefully we bring a little of that magic from the summer, you know, to the team. I think it's going to be a good team. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, But, yeah, I mean, that's really... Youth hockey's up and rolling. You should start coaching.
2: I know everyone of those because like, yeah, I well I,
0: I I might need some help with this girls' team.
2: Oh man, let it ride, double
0: down. <laughs> we need to bring the. This is where I get you on the spot. You know, on the podcast, like, babe, Benny, I uh, got this opportunity for you.
2: You put me on the spot. You only then...
0: got. I mean, you already got to register for your USA Hockey for men's league. So you got that done, and then you do have to have a background check. That's you know not hard, but. You know, it costs like 20 bucks. Yeah. And then you're a safe sport. Not hard. Doesn't cost any money. Just, you know, learn that, you know, you don't be alone with kids in locker rooms and do weird (laughs) stuff. And then you got to take a coaching course before December 31st, 15th, 15th, which is online, usually on the weekends. It's usually like two, uh, three hour sections. For anybody that wants to be a coach, we'll this is, see. <laughs> this is for anybody who's looking to be a coach. These are the things you have to do. It's not like baseball where you literally just like, all right, put me down as a volunteer.
2: <laughs> it's uh, you're you're at the first practice and the, who's the coach? Yeah. We don't have one. You want to be it? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Now hockey, like, there's a lot of
0: like work that goes into being a coach and. So.
2: so coaches out there props to you
0: yeah you don't you don't get paid you paid to be a hockey coach <laughs> and you actually like go to school to do it like you know where you if you want to talk like online that's
2: why they're actually invested yeah. It's the old it's the old PlayStation Xbox online you know you know Xbox people cared because you got to pay for it now it's all paid for but we're regardless yeah
0: so um yeah so youth hockey's back um i want to mention like our men's league over the summer it was okay it was a good time it was a good time
2: that's all that matters is it was a good time
0: like here's the thing like when i i was like man every team now like has like two three college ex-players a juniors player and i was like man i gotta like like bump up our team and the guy runs He was like, well, yeah, you should. Like I made a joke. Like I need to do some recruiting. He's like, yeah, you should. And I'm like, I don't want to do that really. Yeah. But I'm going to send out an open recruitment here. You know, <laughs> to, uh, if you are a former college or junior B player, If you have just finished your college career or done playing juniors because you got too old and you don't want to go to college, well, guess what? There's men's league. And we're playing in Bountiful. And we're looking for you. <laughs> I don't know. That's my best, like, gun. I on. feel
2: like you were either announcing for the WWE <laughs> or what.
0: I'm terrible at, like, voices. It's always a mixture of two. But, yeah, you know, I maybe we can get a couple of cool guys. But that's what I fear. Like, I always like to, like, play with, like, our crew, you know? Yeah, Our friends, yeah. you know, or people we've, we've learned to get. You know, like we know someone so, so and so knows somebody, but then they play with us and they gel and it's great and everyone has a lot of good time. And like Eric, Eric was a, hey, I got this buddy, Snoop. Met him at work.
2: Oh, I did not know that. And it was that. like,
0: hey, this guy from my work wants to come play him and John. John oh, Lark? Mm-hmm, you know, yeah. And, and they're like, hey, just got these buddies for And now they're some of my best, you know, teammates. Like, those guys are ride and die guys, man. Trust
2: me. I'm back on the D with Eric all the time. Dude, Eric is great,
0: you know. And it was just, uh, you know, we just met him. Justin was the same way. Yeah. Just, hey, got this kid, you know. And now Justin's, like, like family friend, you know. All their yeah. whole family, you know. We yeah. found out that they all live in Tremont. And they all know mom's family yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But-
2: <laughs> That's the same for Eric. I wouldn't, you know. You know, yeah. Eric's just as close and everything, so Yeah, and
0: like the Arvays we've gotten to know them even better. Like mm-hmm. now they're part of the team, you know. Like and yeah. that's how it goes and that's fun. And I just hate that I'm gonna get I, I, I don't want a college kid that's just like, so I'm gonna show up like when I wanna show up and I'll
2: how, be on your team if how, I can play for free. How
0: much is it? Oh yeah. Well, can I get to that next week?
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, oh hey, you got your money this week? Uh, I won't be here this week, but I'll be there next week. All right. Can you remember? Oh, dude, I forgot it. Like, And then, like, the last three weeks, you're like, okay, hey, you're going to. Uh, and just disappear for the last three weeks. And then it shows up for, like, the first week of playoffs. You're like, well, I guess we need you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone makes the playoffs. But, uh, yeah, so, I don't know. I'm excited. It starts, like, November for us. It's going to be another fun season. I think I'm going to play out. Most of the season. I think I'm going to get another goalie. Who's going to be the goalie? I don't know yet. <laughs> hopefully we can get a goalie that will come and commit full-time. And hopefully the weeks they can't play goalie, I, I am there. But, it. I mean, last winter I was only there for like half the games, I think. Hey,
2: but Nick did play out for third period <laughs> of our last game and scored a goal. I
0: did. I, I I was coaching, and I was like, okay, I got off the ice. It was like our first practice, and I, like, hurrying off the ice. We jetted to Bountiful, and was like, are we even going to make it for the game? And we, I rolled in. It was like 16 minutes left in, like, the third period, and we were down 0 to 6, I think.
2: Yeah, we. it was a terrible game.
0: And so I hurried and got dressed. I think I stepped on the ice with, uh, I don't know, 9 minutes, 8 minutes yeah. left. And I, I got off for, like, you know a few and they're like oh dude you, you still got six minutes left you know that's how much time was left in the game and I was like alright so the next change I just jumped over the boards to go again and I snuck one in you yeah. know <laughs> I don't know I don't think it's gonna be that lucky every game or even last season I think like when I played out in like Salt Lake I scored like two goals like the
2: whole season granted the lady in the box I was not happy because I was like hey can I have that puck and she's like no <laughs> I was like, whoa, he, it was his only goal this season. No. I'm like, whoa, jeez. That might be the only goal I've ever scored in Bountiful. I know, and she was stingy. I'm like, jeez, I'll trade you the puck. No. I'm like, oh, jeez. I'm not paid enough to be here, all right, to put up with your crap. Oscar the
0: Grouch. <laughs> the best was when they're like, what's your number? And I was like, well, my number on my back, I think I was wearing 27, but it's 31 on the score sheet, the goalie. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm excited. I, I like playing men's league hockey and stuff. And there's a lot of stress with it. But Autumn's always like, you should just join a team. It's less stressful. <laughs> but I just have so much fun playing with all my friends, my brothers, my nephews, you know. It's a good time. It's it is a good, a good time. time. It is a good time. Um, so, other than that, I mean, we got high schools back. I didn't really look into high school. I watched a couple, like, third periods in... Ogden, they were pretty good. I saw there was like a tied game, Skyline and Weaver County, maybe. And then Weaver County scored with like two minutes left and ended up winning the game. But hmm. it was definitely that last, the last five minutes in high school hockey has not changed since yeah. I was in high school hockey. Last five minutes, get your hits in, guys, get your hits in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like last call at a bar. Like, Last call for the hits.
2: That's what it is every time. It's just like, I didn't do anything again. I'm going to just lay someone out. <laughs> what? Five
0: minutes left? All right. It's checking time. <laughs> yeah. That's always. Uh, so, but high school's back. It's fun to watch those kids, you know, around and, you know, playing and catching games here and there. Um, college is back also. They started two weekends ago. Um Weber's looking pretty good. They're uh, 3-0. They've played all the the teams in Utah. So they've played Utah, UVU, and Utah State.
2: Yeah, I saw you post the one score of the one game, and it was just a, a beat down. <laughs> he just kept stomping.
0: Well, that's, you know, UVU's, I think, 0-3. Yeah, they're 0-3. So everybody's beat UVU. And most of the games have been, like, at least by five goals or more. So I think the closest one was against Utah, and I think it was seven to two. UVU, we gotta go. We gotta go. Come on, step
2: up your game a little bit.
0: Best buckets, <laughs> best bucket game. Those <laughs> those green buckets look good. I mean, I think they're wearing the green buckets again. But come on, like they look good. Way better than the other buckets. <laughs> I mean, you got you got blue, purple, red, green. I mean, the green looks best. I think. That's just me. Nick's only rooting for teams based on bucket color. (laughs) Bucket colors. I I go for teams on colors. I'm a big Dallas Stars fan and Minnesota Wild. I'm joking.
2: (laughs) I don't really care for Vegas, but when they're wearing those golden buckets, I'm rooting for them. Those are the
0: worst buckets in the game. (laughs) Followed by the silver ones the Kings wear or the Silver Knights wear. Those ones are terrible. They look terrible. Golden buckets. Even Nashville's yellow look better than the golden ones.
2: Looks like you're rooting against any team that's <laughs> you're rooting against Vegas when any team is playing those golden buckets.
0: Imagine they won the Stanley Cup wearing those golden helmets. Like it was bad enough they wore the gold jerseys. Like those look terrible too, I think. <laughs> but imagine them like winning the game with the gold shiny helmets, like that would be terrible.
2: Twenty years down the road they're gonna be like, who whose idea was this? Like
0: their white gloves look terrible, their gold jerseys look terrible, and their gold helmets look terrible. Well, I could never root for Vegas. That and their first season, where it was miraculous, we couldn't watch any games because you know nobody could unless you had root direct, sports or whatever. Unless it was. you had Direct TV, except for in Utah now, every Vegas Golden Knights game will be free on whatever like the new K Jazz TV <laughs> yeah. is, just like the Jazz <clears> will be free. So Vegas Golden Knights games will be free. in Utah. Get your bunny
2: ears on your TV. <laughs> yeah, z- 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 little to the left, little to the left. <laughs>
0: But uh yeah, so um Utah um is 1 and 1. Utah State's 1 and 1 and like I said, U 0 and 3. So So yeah, I mean it's good. There's 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 high, there's college games this weekend. I think Weavers home tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow and Saturday. Um and the Utah D1 team starts on the road this weekend at University of Arizona. The women's team for Utah starts to this weekend also in Bozeman, Montana. And that brings us to junior hockey has just started also. It started last weekend, I believe. Um, the Mustangs went 1-1 one one at home last weekend, losing one to the Provo Preds in overtime. That's been the Provo Preds' only game. I believe. Um, outliers are 0-2. They played the Playable Bowls last weekend. But the Outliers, for any youth hockey, high school hockey fans that want to go to Outliers games, it, your admission is free if you're wearing your jersey. So just a little side note for the kids who want to go to the Outliers games.
2: Hey, that's kind of like when Chipotle did their... Dude, we went. Their free I food went with the burritos. My are uh, The Bishop
0: called, and he's like, hey... Hockey to you is Chipotle to me. So can you wear your jersey, (laughs) and so we could all get free Chipotle, and so I, me and Brooks, we uh, wore our jerseys in, and everyone got free Chipotle. Because I think it was you and like two people could get. Oh what? I thought everyone had everyone that was wearing a jersey had. No, and like dude, it was it was rocking, and it was literally just free Chipotle. I couldn't believe it. It's the way to go. It, It was awesome um if they ever do that again I'm um, I'm inviting the the whole team the whole squad we're all going down for Chipotle on me actually on NHL jerseys but
2: <laughs> I got enough jerseys I can just hand them out <laughs> well that's what I was like I got jerseys for everyone and they're like
0: I think only one person has to wear them I was like wait <laughs> guess you guys don't want to wear jerseys right. thanks a lot all right um yeah so um I know that um I think Provos home this weekend. Um the Provo Preds um against the Spud Kings this uh on the 30th. Is that Saturday, I believe, yeah. And then the Outliers yeah, is. are gonna be in Out Rock Springs. And the Mustangs are playing the Pueblo Bowls, I believe, at home this weekend. One of the nights. So I think they're Ogden the 29th and then the 30th, they're at Provo, I believe. So, if you listen to this tonight, you know, I might be right. But if you listen to on Monday, I, I could have been wrong. Hopefully, you didn't show up to the game. <laughs> Check your local Instagrams or, you know, or whatever, your websites, wherever you get your schedules The at. podcast
2: said so. The podcast
0: said so. All right. We are not in mid-season form yet. We are in preseason form. We're still working out the kinks. All right, guys. I don't got the schedule in front of me. Um, Grizzlies will be back October 21st at home. That's exciting. Um, and now we are going to go to an interview with a local boy playing up in Saskatchewan for the Notre Dame Hounds for the, for the Notre Dame Hounds. Very, uh, historic school up there for hockey players and, they just opened up their uh, season last weekend versus the Humboldt Broncos, so I'm um, going to talk to him. And all right, so today on the podcast we got a returning guest. We got Utah's own Dylan Gang. He's up there in Saskatchewan playing for the Notre Dame Hounds Junior A team in the SJHL. Welcome to the show. How's it going, Dylan?
1: Uh, it's going pretty good. How about yourself?
0: Oh, I. Things can't be better, you know, hockey's, you know, like youth hockey started, We're co- I'm coaching, you know, and then NHL starts up, you know, what, a week and a half, so life's good right now, this is, this is prime time, you know?
1: Yeah, I can't wait for NHL to start up soon so we can start watching some games, you know, me and all my friends have been watching preseason games, but uh, we're excited for the season to actually come on here.
0: Yeah, we me and my little boy, we watch them in the mornings like cuz I just work from home, so he, I, we just turn on the preseason games. He picks whatever random team he wants to watch that morning and that's what we watch.
1: <laughs> yeah, been uh, we've been keeping our eyes on Chicago, so.
0: Oh, are that's you great. are you a Chicago fan or like is everyone just no, excited? No, ab-
1: absolute, absolutely not. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm a Calgary Flames fan, but um I think uh I think we all know why we're all watching Chicago for right now.
0: So, you guys watching the game, what time is the game tonight? Because tonight's his first preseason game, Connor Bedard's preseason game.
1: Uh, I'm not sure what time it is tonight. Usually, we just have um, my buddy Bexon. He, uh, he usually puts on the games and he'll send out a text to all of us and we all show up
0: to his room <laughs> nice. with, pop,
1: with bags of, with bags of popcorn and oh. you know, it usually ends in screaming, but that's <laughs> Sounds, how all well hockey games go.
0: Yeah. Sounds like a good time. Sounds like a good time. So how things been up there? You've been up there for what a month or a month and a half.
1: Uh, So I've been up here for about school has been on for about a month now, but I've been up here for about, two months, two months and a half. I came up early. I was here uh, running some camps for little kids and just kind of helping coach there. And uh, I now realize how hard it is for you guys to actually to do that. It's it's hard. Mad respect goes out to you guys. But um, then preseason camp started after that, and then now we're right in the school. So.
0: Yeah, the last time I ran into you at the rink, I, I thought, you know, like, you know, it'd be nice to be skated with my daughter, you know, but I'm like, man, he's still, you know, he's still in that, like, He's still, you know, training and stuff like that. So I, I was one. I mean, that's fun to hear that you're, you're getting into the coaching and, you know, passing on the skills. <laughs> I mean, how, oh, how was, it? was it? Was it frustrating or was it rewarding or? <laughs>
1: um, it was actually, it was a bit of both. Um, the kids we had were pretty young. So uh, it, was, it was a day camp. So, you know, we'd get up because they stayed here in the dorms at our school. So we'd get up with them, we'd take them to breakfast, we'd go, you know, get on the ice. We had a whole planned out schedule for them, including um, ice skating and some, not workouts, but just like dry land. And then we had, you know, team activities, lunch, and then another skate. And uh, so instead of just staying at a station, I actually had a a team of about 20 kids-ish and took them around everywhere. And it was Sometimes frustrating when they didn't want to listen or, you know, had to come up with a team building game on the spot, but it was also, it was tons of fun. And uh, it reminded me of my times back when I was younger, going to camp to camp and having all those great memories.
0: What, what age was your team that you were in charge of?
1: Oh, they were 010s, 11, So they were pretty, pretty young. So there,
0: that's, so that's uh, 12 years. That's twelve. u
1: yeah, yeah. That's what my daughter, made.
0: my my daughter is a two thousand eleven. So
1: yeah, we actually had the girls' camp a week after that main camp, and that camp was they actually listened. They uh, <laughs> <laughs> they were really good, and they were uh, it was tons of fun doing work with them as well. It was mm-hmm. lots of fun all around.
0: That that's that's awesome to hear that you know that's because I always think it's funny because like you know, a summer program or, you know, the season starts and all these young kids are like, I want to come be a, I want to come be a helper coach. And two things happen. One, they, they disappear week two. Like, that wasn't, that that wasn't fun, you know, (laughs) or two, they end up just being like, Hey, I want to just rip slap shots, you know, or show these kids my skills. And, you know, as a, a a dad coach, you're like, Hey, it's, it's not about you. It's about the kid trying to learn something.
1: (laughs) Right. Right. It's um there are there are times for stuff like that, but uh, the show-off time is during your games when they're out watching you but yeah, you're right. It is about it's about their development and uh, Helping them get better. So maybe one day they'll uh, pass you.
0: Yeah. I, I mean that's the goal is to make the I mean so we've had a the Grunna power skating come out to our like practices and us coaches, we just look around and it was like, this wasn't even like invented when we were kids. Like this wasn't around, you know, like power skating and that kind of stuff. Like it was shoot score, you know, pass, shoot, score.
1: <laughs> yeah. I remember, uh, I remember my first power skating camps and thinking this is, this is ridiculous. And now, now realizing how important power skating is and yeah, just how like it's, it's strange even, even I see it now, but like how much the game has changed within the last even five years, just how it's played is so much different now.
0: Yeah. So like when you were, when you're here in Utah, or when you were younger, did you do a lot of summer camps and a lot of like, you know, like mini camps? Cause it seems like there's oh, more and man. more nowadays. And like, everybody's like, are you doing this camp? This camp it used to be like the only the camps were like there was like one that would come around like once a summer or like you'd have to go out of state, but now it's like, there's a mini camp. Seems like anytime there can be some free ice, like the summer is just full of camps and winter, you know, like fall, like summer break, you know, or winter break. I mean like there's camps, camps, camps. So what, what, what was your take as on it as a kid?
1: So as, as a kid growing up in Utah playing hockey, um, thankfully I had my, my dad who was quite knowledgeable in hockey and, I would go out to uh, stick and pucks with him and I'd skate with him pretty much every day, every summer, every every day, every year. Um, But when I did go to camps, man, I'm trying to remember the name right now, but uh, I think they stopped doing that camp. But there was one camp that always came consistently to Utah and um, they were quite good. And I always used to go to Greg Lieb's camps because I remember Greg Lieb was a, is a family friend and he's, um, okay. He's really good at skating. He was super helpful with to me. But uh, camp, camps are helpful, but you have to, you know, make sure you're going to the right ones because some camps will be, okay, here we're gonna do some tight turns around cones and other camps will be, okay, we're actually gonna focus on this skill, we're gonna do this. It's 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 hard to tell until you get there, but from <laughs> what I've found camps camp camps are mostly helpful. I haven't really seen a camp that Hasn't helped someone in some way, and even if they are working on, oh, just the tight turns, it's still helping you develop your tight turns. You know, I, I thought I had it down, but I went to, skating uh, camp for a week this summer, and I went, holy cow, like I, I am not not that good yet. <laughs> need to, I need to start working on some stuff now too.
2: Yeah, but
1: um, I think camps are helpful. I don't think that a camp. Every week, and you know, six or seven camps—that's a bit ridiculous. Maybe over the entire course of the summer, one or two, three—if you're pushing it—but it's it really comes down to just that that work by yourself. You know, getting your skating in, getting the reps in. I think it's something like ten thousand reps for you to start being good at something. So yeah, out at stick and puck, you know shooting pucks or going around the circle, that stuff by yourself is really what makes the difference.
0: That's, it's a good insight, you know, from someone who's, you know, accomplished a lot. So there's a lot of kids that think that I, I feel like they think, I mean, I'm not a kid, so I don't know, but they, they feel like they have to go to the camp or else they're going to be left behind, you know? So I, it's good to see that, like the, to hear from you that the personal development is almost more important than the camp. Not that the camp doesn't help, but you know, the personal development, is what's going to help you the the, most.
1: The camp's helpful and, you know, you get different insight, but you know, as I said before, it really just comes down to how hard you work on your own time. You know, I, it's been, been playing hockey since I was three. And I think I've been training every summer since I was, well, six till now, like it's, it's hockey never stops. It's, (laughs) it's always going. And, um, I've got to give almost all credit to my dad, just the, the training we did. And, you know, even though as a kid, I really hated it. I, I disliked, you know, going to stick and puck and, you know, just only doing drills and, you know, seeing all the other kids at the other end playing a game. But now I really appreciate the fact that I put in that time and that effort and it's gotten to me. To where I'm at, and uh, I'm thankful for it. So,
0: yeah. That's when. When did that that switch come on? Where like you realized that it wasn't just like it's all work. But when did that switch turn to like like you said? I hated it to I love it.
1: It really changed. Oh, wow! That's a really good question. I think it changed about four years ago I had just gotten back from Delta Hockey Academy and it, 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 it wasn't just a switch it was kind of a, a buildup of growing up and realizing that not everything is about having fun or you know I think it kind of made me realize that to be good at something you have to sacrifice and within that once I realized you know oh hang on a minute my hands are getting better I I can see them getting better kind of realizing that sacrifice and all the pain and struggle I went through kind of made me realize like I love this process I love skating I love working hard I love sitting on the bench super gassed at a stick and puck <laughs> you know after doing a bunch of reps it's just uh yeah, I think about four years ago is when I came to that full realization that I just love that process. That's that's
0: that's a that's also a good thing for kids to hear these days is you know, sometimes the hard work will pay off. And and I see it in my own daughter, like sometimes like I'll be you know, she'll be working with someone who's a lot better at skating than I am, you know, and she's getting frustrated. But then like one day like the skill will just like click and she's like Dad, check this out, you know, and then she just can't stop doing it because it's just so rewarding. So, I mean, hopefully one day she's, you know, realizes the sacrifice is worth it too. So, but yeah, I don't know. I can't, I can't force that on her. But <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, well, it's, um, it's not just, just hockey, you know, I've, I've found myself putting it into things in my life too. I put it into my school, I put it into, my music class here at Notre Dame. It's I put I put it into everything because it's now taught me that if you want something in life, you have to work for it. You know, it's, nothing's going to be given to you without some sacrifice on some level.
0: Yeah. So what what's a day like at school out there and you know or up there?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so daily daily routine for me would be uh, typically get up. At about 7.30, you know, go take a <laughs> – the water here is typically cold in the mornings because everyone else gets up and showers. Yeah. So get up go take a cold shower at about 7.30, go back to my room, make my bed, and brush my teeth, and I'll go have breakfast. And I'll come back to my dorm room, grab my things, and get dressed for school, and I'll head off to class. And so first class it starts at about 8.30-ish. And then after, so that first class goes for about an hour. After that class, we have shack or homeroom. And uh, we have that for an hour every single day, except for Wednesday. Wednesday, we have gospel assembly. But um, it's basically homeroom, but we all go meet in the church. Uh, so after, during shack, I go and I go to practice with my team. So right now, because I'm injured, I go fill bottles, I watch, I take notes on you know, what my team's doing, what systems they're running. They go for about an hour, 15, and then they hop off the ice, and I go to my next class. And then about 12, 10, I eat lunch, come back to my dorm room, clean up any garbage I really had, you know, get any homework or just sit relax, talk to my roommates. And then I'll head to class again at about 1, 10. Uh, two more classes from there. School ends about three fifteen. At 3.15, I'll get out of class. I'll go straight to my dressing room. I'll change. I'll go. So right now, I've just been doing cardio because I can't wait to yeah. lift. And um, I'll go do cardio. Um, I'll go sharpen skates for my teammates and do any teamwork. And then come back to the dorms. About 6 o'clock is when study hour starts. Study hour goes from 6 o'clock to 7.15. And then from there, I'm free to do whatever I like. If it's more homework, I do that or Running around outside, chasing my roommates. Just uh, <laughs> it's it's free time from there, and then go to bed between ten and eleven thirty-ish.
0: So you guys on the ice once or twice? So it's is it
1: typically one? once per day?
0: Also, um, so the second sessions just everybody works out.
1: Yeah. It. So it's typically one skating session, one workout a day. Okay. Some days there, so we play, I think, 56 games this year. So on game days, there'll be a morning skate for the guys that aren't skating. And then there'll be an open skate for the guys that are playing. Um, If you're not playing, you're expected to skate and work out and still get in that exercise for that day. Um, But yeah, typically it's just one workout, one skate a day.
0: Nice. And so your, your team opened up against the Humboldt Broncos this last weekend. I mean, how, yeah, I, mean, I, I know you were out of the lineup yeah. with the, you know, the injury, but I mean, how was the home opener?
1: Um, the home opener was actually really good. I think we performed really well, but, um, man, Humboldt's good, man. They, uh, they're really good. They have some really good players, some D1 committed players. And, uh, it was actually a pretty e- close game. It ended off six three. They got an open that goal, but uh, it was really close going into the last five minutes of the third. You know, I think uh, I think where it kind of ran off near the end was I think some guys just stopped hitting, and you know, some guys didn't push through. But we're really we're we're working on that already, and we have another game, um, another two games coming up soon. I think it's Nipawin and uh, Melville if I'm not mistaken, I might be wrong. But um, yeah, we've been working a lot together as a team doing lots of team building activities and putting in extra cardio. So we had a hard ice session, a hard gym session with um, instead of weights, we were carrying each other and running across the gym back and forth. And then after that, we went and did another set of stairs to just kind of Reinforce the idea that it's going to take more than what we're giving to be a good team in this league. Awesome.
0: I mean, it's, I mean, it sucks you guys lost. I did see the score, but you know, I mean, it, competitive game still. Like you said, a lot of work put in. It's good that you know, instead of you know, tucking your heads and you know, you guys are getting to work right away and putting it in. Uh, what's the like? What's the team camaraderie? You know, kind of like there. I mean, you go to school well, with these people, you know, you, you're you with them all the day.
1: So there's – there's so my team is mo- – so there's three guys on the team, including myself, who actually go to school, who are grade 12s, and then the rest of the guys have graduated. So we go up to 20 years old. Okay. And so those guys don't go to school, but they live in a separate dorm. Um, so you see them throughout the day. The camaraderie within the group itself is really good. You know, there's no – Feuds or Cancers, everyone works really well together. Everyone likes each other. Kind of your ideal team. It's actually, I'm enjoying it quite a bit. Everyone's quite nice to each other. And the school camaraderie is, well, we have these things called red and whites. And those are our school colors, red and white. And everyone who shows up to the game is wearing full red and white stuff. There's no other colors. It's face paint, body paint, air horns, anything you can think of and our home opener had the biggest red and white i had ever seen i had never seen it go from one end of the boards all the way maybe 20 meters all the way across filled with people and then down you know five rows of seating it was almost every student was there the chants were loud and it's it's a really close-knit or tight-knit group and the schools all together they're supporting each other it was it was really awesome to see. And it reminded me of all the times, you know, in my past years going to red and Whites. So I can't wait to get on the ice and, you know, play my first game and as a junior for, uh as assigned to the junior in front of everyone else.
0: So uh, what's your favorite part about being, you know, at that school with this team, you know, where you are, what's your favorite part about where you are right now?
1: the legacy that's behind it. You know, it's it's kind of cliche now to say, but it's you're not playing for the name on the back, you're playing for the logo on the front and you know this school means a lot to me. It's kind of changed who I am and I've met some of the greatest people in my life here. You know, I've met my roommates who you know, one one's from Alberta, one's from New York and another's from Kazakhstan. Like I never would have met those guys. And we all agree on one thing is that we're here to represent Notre Dame. You know, it's carrying that legacy of Dilla Dubé and, you know, all the players that have played here would all agree the same thing. It's, it's school spirit. It's the legacy you're playing for father, Apple Murray, the creator of the school, you know, playing for his dream and, you know, hounds have heart, everything here is buried in tradition. And it's, it's just an amazing feeling to play right. for, you know, yeah. and have that Notre Dame logo on you.
0: And be a part of that. Like that's probably something cool that you will always, you know, have that, you know, say that I played there, I was there, I was part of it. Cause you are part of it. And cause you, yeah. Future and past, it's all, it's all part of the legacy.
1: Right. And, um, another thing is, is you can ask, any hound, anywhere, like J.O. Bemerga. He uh, is yeah. a coach in um, I forget where, but somewhere in Utah. Coach
0: with the renegades. He's a right former.
1: Now. <laughs> yeah he he's a he's a former hound, and there's just a different connection between hounds. You know, if someone says, "Oh, I went to Notre Dame," and you know, you'll see the hound across the hallway, stick his head up, and look across, and it's. Oh, I went to Notre Dame too. Do you remember this teacher? Yeah, he was awesome. He was super nice. You know, oh, do you remember this, this, and this? And all the experiences are the same. All hounds are just a one big family. And it's, you know, they're everywhere. Hounds, hounds everywhere. (laughs)
0: That's awesome. That's awesome to, you know, like, I, I... I feel like I've, you know, got to watch, you know, you kind of go through it and stuff. And I am good friends with Jay now. And he, yes, he talks about it a lot. And anytime you want to talk about it, he will talk about it with you. And he loves it, you know, about that school and just his time there. Um, what are your goals for the season? Like, what what's your real goals, I mean, for yourself and for the team? I mean, I know, like, championships and stuff like that. But what's a real goal for you?
1: Well. I think starting off with team goals, you know, everyone's going to have personal goals, but without a team goal, you're not going to win anything. And, you know, our team goals, we want to finish top five in our league and, you know, we want to win all these games, but, you know, our team goals are, you know, finish top five, work together as a team and really trust the process and, you know, give everything we have. It's, it's no longer give a hundred percent. If you've got to give, a hundred percent and more, you know, you got to put in those extra workouts. So I think that's our team goal just to, you know, finish top five and really put in the effort and enjoy the memories and the, uh, the experiences on the way there with all the boys. (laughs) But my personal goals would be, well, as, as a rookie, you know, it's, you know, it's not uncommon to get scratched for a game, but personal goals would be, you know, Oh, I'd love to, I'd love to play every game and, you know, I'd love to score, you know, a hundred goals the season, but <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: it's um, when it really comes down to it, I just want to play and I want to help my team win. There's nothing else that matters. No, no scout's going to look at a team and say, if they're losing and say, Oh, I like that player. They're not going to watch a losing team, but they'll watch a winning team.
2: Yeah.
1: They'll watch, they'll watch a team that wants to put in the extra effort and they'll look at every guy on that team. So whatever team goals we have, those are my goals.
0: See, and I, we, it's, we go around the locker room sometimes after we've gone through our chalk talk before a game and we have every kid, you know, say what they're going to do this game. And like, I, I just hate the, like (laughs) the, like regurgitated answers over and over and over, you know, like, Four check, back check, you know, like, and, get, and I, I just want to hear, the... you know, like someone say, I want to help the team win, you know, or like a real, <laughs> so, like that was awesome to hear. I mean, I know you're, you know, a lot older and you've realized that in your life, but you know, I think that's great to hear. Hopefully kids hear that and they think, Oh, that, that's the goal of a team, you know,
1: is the win Well, there's, I... there's nothing wrong with having personal goals, you know, if you can't perform at your best, then how are you going to help the team? But um, I think where it gets sidetracked is do your personal goals overtake the team goals? Yes. Are you saying, you know, I need to score a hat trick tonight, so I'm not going to pass? Yeah. Th- those kind of situations. But once you start moving up levels in hockey, and I think the biggest switch for me from U18 to junior A is u18 you still have the ability and the chances to you know skate end to end and you know do it yourself but in junior hockey when everyone's big everyone's fast everyone's strong you got to play as a team you have to work together or else you're just not going to be successful and you'll move down the lineup and eventually get scratched
0: yeah well, well. Moving on from you know your personal goals now. What what are your future plans? You know, after this season, Ooh. like let's, let's just go. This we'll just end this. Uh, you know, future plans in uh, the next year.
1: <laughs> future plans in the next year. Well, <clears throat> I've got well, I've got a whole year of school. Got senior year of high school to worry about, but. Um, plans would be you know I, I got to keep my grades up you know I'd love to you know start looking at colleges and you know look at those opportunities but you know you can't you can't rush those things those things come to you so on that side of things I'm just kind of letting them progress and you know doing my things I need to do to get there keeping my grades up working hard but uh I think in the future I'd love to um maybe go to a couple camps and play uh hockey down in the states junior in the states and eventually play college in the states but uh that's a long ways away and <laughs> a lot of work away so yeah just gotta just gotta focus on the now and put an effort in the gym and the ice in school
0: well I'm rooting for you I know there's a whole you know ton of people here in Utah rooting for you and you know hopefully the star is the limit for you and hopefully we see you achieve those goals and I really appreciated talking to you, you know. Again, and every time I see you at the rink, you know. But I, I, I just hope the best for you this season. Hopefully, I hear about you know some great games you play in, and hopefully, I'll figure out how to watch some. But you know.
1: <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Thank you very much for having me. It's uh, I enjoy being on here and talking about it, and you know, hopefully, people in in Utah can uh, catch some of the advice or messages and you know really help make utah a place for hockey to grow yeah
0: and i i think it's i think honestly and i want to get into too too much here but i honestly think it's the egos of the people in charge letting what needs to be done for the best for everybody you know happen and not their own agendas but
1: absolutely it's you you see it happen a lot you know it's It comes down to, you know, the parent, parents to an extent should not be involved in hockey. It's, (laughs) you know, it's, it's, it's the kid's experience, but when a parent's going to the coach and saying, you need to have my kid first line on the power play, even if that tactic does work and that kid ends up there, when that kid goes to a team to actually play where the coach doesn't take anything like that. Yeah. He's going to take because nothing's being given to him. Yeah. So, it's like parents should be there to encourage and, you know, help their kid, but not it's it's their hockey, you yeah. know. It's not something you control yourself. Yeah.
0: Well, Dylan, I'll let you get on with your night and, you know, hopefully go catch that Chicago game. <laughs> yeah,
1: hopefully we'll see. We'll see how Bedard does.
0: Yeah, but it was a pleasure talking to you again. And hopefully, you know, we talk again soon.
1: Yeah, of course. I'll uh, thank you. I really appreciate it. I appreciate coming on here and talking.
0: You're welcome. You're welcome. All right. You You have a wonderful night and go hounds. <laughs>
1: Yeah well, <laughs> I appreciate it. Have a good yeah. night. Yeah,
0: you too. Bye. Bye All right, and now on to the NHL. We're gonna preview the Western Conference today. Hopefully this doesn't take all day. We're gonna preview the Western conference. kind of give you the, the, the you know the short on everyone, what our thoughts are. Not going into too much detail, like I, I feel like sometimes when we do this, you know, the preview show, it, it just kind of just drags on, you know. We'll be quick. We'll be quick. So, starting in the central um, Arizona Coyotes, um, bottom of the barrel, bottom of the barrel. They they went around and they picked up a lot of like we call garbage, but you know, you know, just the guys he that were looking back, for, looking for like a one year contract. I think Sean Dursey is going to do really good for him. He was really good for the Kings. But what about Logan Cooley? But Logan Cooley, I mean, that's that's the talk of the Arizona Coyotes. Yeah. He, he wasn't going to come, and then he's like, okay, I'll come play. But they're still playing in Mold Arena one more year Hopefully, after that, maybe it's Salt Lake City.
2: Well, you got that the private guy coming in. The first, whatever yeah, they talk about. Yeah. The first privately owned you, s- stadium, basically. You want to put bets on if it works or not? No. No, I do not. Because I doubt it goes through.
0: And be just like every other, you know, business person who's came in to save the Coyotes. They're still going to be where they are. And I'm sorry to Arizona fans, but... There's a lot of good hockey in Arizona. And just be happy. So like. Haven't just, well, I mean, I think they might come here for a short stint. And then it'll be like, oh, wait, they're gone. And everyone loves, you know, doesn't know what they got. Don't know what they got till it's gone. Yeah. Talk <clears throat> about Atlanta where they're like, oh, Atlanta is still a third possible, you know, a, a possible expansion place for the NHL. Like it didn't work with the Atlanta Flames. It didn't work with the Atlanta Thrashers. Let's try it again. Why not? Third time's the charm. <clears throat> why not? And then there's cities like Quebec that like lost their franchise off from underneath them. They're like, can we have a chance? They're like, oh, no, not really. <laughs> but, I mean, it really comes to the the likability and the like, you know, like for the, sorry to say it, the American viewers, you know, and that's yeah. why a lot of Canadian teams don't get a lot of, you know, love on national broadcast. I mean, they probably do up in Canada, but I think there's like zero Jets nationally broadcasted games this year, zero um, Ottawa Senators, and then zero Canadians games nationally broadcast <laughs> in the US. I think there's some Vancouver, some Flames, and of course, I think there's a lot of Toronto. But Toronto oh, has a lot of American kids, you know, everyone wants to see Austin Matthews and a lot of Oilers games because McDavid. So, I mean, that's what it comes down to, but the Arizona Coyotes are just, they just seem like that team that's just never going to get over that hump. For a long time, I thought that was Florida, and they got lucky. I'm going to say that they got lucky last year. Like, they got a good team,
2: but I don't see them there again. I mean, if they can keep it riding, you know, I feel like when you're up, you can kind of stay up for a while. Now, whether you're, like, Stanley Cup up or just like we're playoff up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see them still. But I guess, I guess
0: we're we're talking to the Coyotes right now. So uh, Coyotes, what what your uh, what your
2: they're down and they're staying down. Logan Cooley may come you know in and they might you know like not be the bottom, but second or third. Yeah, bottom three. I think mean, bottom three. Yeah, bottom three.
0: Um, and then we got the Stars. Um, they didn't add a whole lot, but you know, when Matt Duchesne hit free agency market and he didn't re-sign with Nashville, I was like, Oh my gosh, why is he not? He loves Nashville. That guy loves hockey and country music. And I'm like, where is he gonna go? It's more country than, you know, Nashville. Dallas, Texas. <laughs> that's where he's going. <laughs> so he and on down south to Dallas. I mean, that's really their biggest addition. But I think it'd be fun to watch him on that team. I mean, they got some good guys, but they're also getting old, but the stars have always hung around. They're always yeah. been that like kind of like surprise team. It's like, wait, they're better than I thought they were. Yeah. I feel like they're just this like
2: And they got Jason Robertson, you know, he's an up and coming, you know, guy scoring a lot of goals and a little bit of a misfits, you know, kind of group. And it's like I feel like at one point in the season they're like second from the top in the West and then all of a sudden they're out of the playoffs and then they're barely making the playoffs and then they're out again and it's like they, they do real good and then they just kind of suck.
0: But they always seem to win around. Yeah. In the playoffs, yeah, you know, or make it in the playoffs at least. <clears throat> um, so stars, let's see. I mean, I don't know. We'll come back to the stars. Okay, I think they might make. They'll be on the bubble. I think they're just bubble team. They could be in. They could be out, and whatever. But um, then the Blackhawks.
2: You got your right foot in. You got your right foot out. It's
0: seriously going to be the hokey pokey <laughs> with the. Is 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 that a, is that a country song? The hokey pokey. Uh, I don't know. Is that a square dance song? Uh, we will consider it a square dance song. So okay. it, the the stars will be doing the Hokey Pokey <laughs> all season long. Um, of course, Chicago Blackhawks. Everyone's, you know, I'll tell you big what.
2: TikTok, on badard Bedard. Uh, yeah, Bedard is going to be good. Do I think that the Blackhawks are going to be good? No, Dude, they picked up
0: Nick Falingo, Corey Perry, um. Donato, Ryan Donato. Do I think they're going to be an
2: entertaining...
0: Taylor Hall? I think
2: they're going to be an entertaining team to watch, but I don't think they're going to be like this blow you out of the water, like they're going to be great. Their goalies still suck. I
0: think they might have the worst you know, goalie tandem in the league. Especially with Mrazic as their starter. Best thing the Leafs ever did was gave him away for a used puck bag. (laughs) <laughs> Dude, that has been the best used puck bag on the bench. Like, <laughs> way better than Peter Mrazek, and and Toronto knows how to bury a goalie. I mean, just look at Matt Murray right now. <laughs> Trade for Matt Murray. Guess what? He he's not playing all season. He's off the books. He's gone. Yeah, that was a bad you know experiment too. But so I think the I think the Blackhawks are going to be fun to watch. I think they are going to be fun to watch. I think last year they were one of the funnest teams to watch because I love watching the team. With zero expectations, play mm-hmm. and and they still had Patrick Kane and stuff, so they were kind of fun to watch because it kind of had a little chip on their shoulder. There for a minute, yeah, and then they kind of dropped. They're like, "Wait, wait, we're going for last in the league. We got to get there." I mean, I honestly and then they think, robbed the Ducks. Yeah, I know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was
0: rigged. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people <clears throat> that say it's rigged, and it probably it is. <laughs> <laughs> but I get it, you know, bring that Chicago. I mean, when Chicago was, was big with Kane and Taves, like, at that young age, and with Keith, like, dude, the NHL was a good thing, and the Chicago Blackhawks were a big thing, oh, yeah. and they like, were that's a big market. And they won three Stanley Cups, so. um, uh, Are they going to win another Stanley Cup? Well, Matthews has yet to win a Stanley Cup. McDavid is yet to win a Stanley Cup. And so, I don't know. He might be in that same boat. It was like, uh, we still want to stand the cup.
2: <laughs> I mean, McKin- G- McKinnon did say at one point, like, I've been on this team for eight years, but yeah. I haven't watched.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know.
2: That was true. I, you know, expect that same,
0: like, like interview from McDavid probably after this season. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think this might be his, like, eight. Nah, <clears> it's his <throat> eighth, yeah. But it's close to being his eighth. Still. Season. But yes. Um, and then just moving down to the wild I mean, they lost a lot of key guys, and they added Pat Maroon.
2: (laughs) Yeah, they're not. I mean,
0: (laughs) I think they're finally going to fall
2: out of the playoffs. Yeah.
0: They've been that team that just made You're like, how are the Wild making the playoffs year after year? And, of course, that first round. Like, you don't even expect them to win a round. Like, the Leafs, when they made the playoffs every year, they're like, oh, this is the year they win a round. The Wild made the playoffs, and you're like, they're not winning a round. And then they win. They win maybe one. I know. And usually against the Avs. <laughs> yes. Usually against the Avs. Um, so, Wild not going to be a exciting team to watch, they're going to be that team that just misses the playoffs. You know. Um well, like, misses it by 10 games or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you know? they're, like,
2: they're the first team that you're like, yeah, they're not making it. They don't have a chance. Like, at the end of the season, it's like, these teams could maybe make it. It's the Wilds, the first team out of the playoffs. It's like, they're not, there's yeah, no chance yeah, to make it. And
0: then they're not going to be bottom three either. No, no. And then Flurry, there's the thing It was like, Flurry will decide after the season to retire or come back, and I'm like, isn't that every player on a one-year deal? Like, yeah. I may retire or I may come back and play hockey. You never know.
2: Well, that's that's he, your your contract's over after one year, so yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> and so, um, and the jet and the Jets, Jets who, like that team is just falling apart, and they they bought out Blake Willer, you know. And, they, they, you know, Shifley and, and um, Hellebuck, I think, are on their final year of their contract. So probably going to be gone come trade deadline. And the Jets are... We're in a rebuilding year. Dude, they might be bottom three. You know, I, think, I don't think they're going to be bottom three because they have enough to kind of push them over that bottom of the barrel for the season. But they're going to be out of the playoffs by enough games. They're going to trade everyone away. But not make bottom three. Um, You got anything to say about the Jets? No, I just think that they're (laughs) trash. Jets fans are true fans. Wrong sport, wrong sport.
2: (laughs) Jets fans are true fans. Um,
0: Blues.
2: I think they missed the playoffs.
0: I mean, they added Kevin Hayes, and that's really it. Like, the Blues. There's so many teams in this division that are just like, they don't know if they want to be better, or they don't know if they want to be worse. They're kind of just like, oh, let's just kind of stand
2: pat. Well, know? it's like they're not willing to take any big chances, and so because they don't take any big chances, then they just stay where they're at the whole time.
0: Yeah, and so I think that's the Wild, the Jets, and the Blues mm-hmm. definitely. Predators, though, I got, I got, I'm, I'm excited for the Predators season. I think Predators might be one of the, the my favorite teams to watch this year. I mean, Barry Trotz not back as the coach. But back as the GM, the first, yeah. the second GM in their whole franchise history. And he was their first coach in franchise history. He was the longest tenured coach in the yeah. NHL before he left the Predators. I mean, he went on, he won a Stanley Cup, then he kind of like, you know, went yeah. the Islanders and stuff. But now he's back, he's the
2: GM. I think he'll do good, but I don't oh. think that they're going to be amazing by any means. Dude,
0: they were a good team before, and they yeah. lost, they lost like Matt Duchesne and Ryan Johansson, which the Avs picked up. But, They picked up uh, Ryan O'Reilly.
2: Heard of him? Yeah. Dunkin' Donuts.
0: (laughs) He loves his Dunkin' Donuts. (laughs) Early in the morning or late (laughs) at night. Even if they're closed, he's getting them. (laughs) Uh, But I I think the Preds are going to be a good team this year. I think they're going to make the playoffs. (coughs) Um, And then, of course, we'll just end up with the Avs. They're going They're, all the way. There's a lot of predictions that they are, like, power-ranked number one team in the NHL. I know. Even with, like, them not doing so well in the playoffs and, you know, kind of having not a great year, you know, but, like, everyone still thinks, that like, I feel like Vegas is kind of getting a snub as being the Stanley Cup champs because everyone still views the Avs as the real Stanley Cup I know, champs. I know. I <laughs> know.
2: It's like last year didn't matter. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Whatever.
2: That was a fluke.
0: Yeah, but... But they're going to be without their captain for another year.
2: Yeah, I mean.
0: So, I mean, I think that's their biggest hit. Yeah. Is being without him. Like, Landeskog is more to that team than
2: I think people realize. Well, yeah, he's a lot of, like, the heart and soul, you know. Yeah. I think he brings a lot of energy, you know. and you Yeah. Know, that, like, and the toughness. Yeah. And, like,
0: he's good also on the ice. I mean, they still got Randon and old Rintentin and McKinnon and, and, they added, and they added Johansson and probably the best defenseman in the league as McCar.
2: yeah for sure I was looking at a couple like where they do like statistics of like plus minus goals scored all that and McCar is like top tier yeah
0: and yeah so I, I think they make the playoffs I think they go deep in the playoffs but um yeah anything else you want to talk about the abs
2: yeah, I'm gonna bet on them to win. That's... <laughs> nice. How much did you win the one year they won? So about that. So I only won like 120 bucks. Did you ever find the ticket I bought for you? No, I never found that ticket. Oh, so there's a
0: hundred dollar ticket just floating around.
2: I have one ticket that I kept. I did not cash it because I was like, this is a way cooler souvenir than the 120 bucks. And so oh. I, I kept my original ticket. I can't cash it anymore, but, but I'm gonna keep. I kept that so that I could put it with. The newspaper in a frame, so I have my my winning ticket oh, as a souvenir. Nice. So that's nice.
0: way cool. Wonder if I have my ticket to the Blues game that season still? When I went to the playoffs, oh they won, but yeah, I just have, I mean it was round one. Not yeah, cool. But you know, you could throw it in the picture frame if yeah. you wanted. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, I think that'd be cool. That's that's definitely cool. You should get a picture of the the newspaper. Your bet, and then, like, their team photo, you know, and put that in yeah. like the corner, too. I think yeah. sick. But, um all right, so we're going to jump over to the Pacific Division now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Ducks, the Anaheim Ducks, they didn't really do much. They had to, like, Killorn and Gudis, and they got a new coach, <coughs> which, I don't know about the new coaching change, but, you know. Whatever. They did it, they had a new coach.
2: <laughs> I think the Ducks are gonna be that the team in the Pacific that are gonna be fun to watch.
0: I think they I think again, like last season, they're gonna be one of the funnest teams to watch because zero expectations. Yeah. They got robbed in the draft. Yeah. And then they not go for the second pick, but they jump for the third guy. Yeah. You know. I think it might even have been the fourth guy on the on the rankings, but they're just like, eh, we don't want it, you know. <laughs> so I think that was cool. I think the Ducks... I mean, they got to get, like, Zegras signed still for the season. Still not signed. But I think they'll end up getting it done. And I think it'll be a fun team to watch. I mean, I think all season long they're going to be talking about, you know, is Gibson going to be traded? Is he not going to be traded? And there was some article thing that came out. was like Gibson said he will not play another game for the Ducks. I don't know if you saw it. Uh, It was, like, right after the season. Or maybe it was, like, June, July-ish. And I have a buddy that's a trainer for the Ducks. And I I was like, what's all this Gibson? He's like, dude, it's hogwash. Like, I just ordered his new pads for him last (laughs) week or today or whatever. Yeah, yeah. He's, you know, so. And, of course, he's still playing for the, the Ducks. Yeah. You know, he's on the team. I think he likes it there. I think he's comfortable. But. I would like him to see him go to, like, you know, a Toronto or something. <laughs> John Gibson is my favorite goalie in the league. I know that. <clears throat> he is the best goalie in the league. And I know everyone's like, oh, well, his numbers slumped last year. Well, did you see the team he was playing with? Like, mm-hmm. come on. They were trying to lose games. They're like, hey, Gibson, please don't win this for us. <laughs> We are trying to lose.
2: And he's over here like, screw you guys, I'm going to block everything. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I don't know. So I don't blame him for any of those slump and everything. Uh, Moving on to the Kings, they picked up Dubois. I mean, that's a huge thing for them. They did lose a lot of those, like, middle guys on their team. They did also pick up hometown Trevor Lewis, brought him back to the Kings. I think that'll be fun to see him back on the Kings. He's kind of. Been on a little bit of a tour, <laughs> you know. Yeah, mostly yeah. Canadian tour. <laughs>
2: I mean, I thought about going to the the preseason game, but that's the same night as the concert that we're going to Macklemore. So,
0: oh, it's the same night as Macklemore.
2: Yeah, next uh, Thursday, I'm pretty sure.
0: And they're like right downtown together.
2: Yep. Yes, they are. The
0: complex. You could park. You park at the gateway for the complex. Yeah, I think so. And then you park at the
2: gateway for the preseason game. The Delta
0: Center. So back to being the Delta Center. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Classic. Yeah, it's always been the Delta Center. Yeah, me. I know.
0: I've been calling the Delta Center since I was a kid. It went to Energy Energy Solutions Arena, yeah, and it was the Viv. I guess it was the Viv. You know, but Viv and Screw that company. <laughs> no, it was just is the, Delta, it's the Center. Delta Center. I love they brought it back, and you know, and I hope one day the Arizona Coyotes are playing there too. Even though it's not a great hockey viewing Arena. <laughs> No. <laughs>
2: You got blind spots in the upper bowl.
0: Yeah. So, um, well, I guess maybe we'll be downtown at the same time. Maybe maybe we hit dinner before. You know, you guys go left, we go
2: right. <laughs> Rylan said we should go thrift shopping before we go to the concert and wear whatever we buy. There's that di right there downtown. <laughs> that would definitely be a fun place to take
0: Rylan and the crew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe hit the Leighton one before. Yeah yeah. But uh, would be like a we'll be like a Jackie Chan and. Um, Chris Tucker I go this way you go that way I go this way you go that <laughs> way <laughs> okay Um, moving on alright so the Kings though you know they'll be alright but they lost both their goalies last from last year yeah so they got literally like two like third string goalies stepping in the way I see them but, but sometimes
2: I look at that and go like you never know sometimes they, these goalies are just breakout goalies and then you know carries the team or they're just trash and they don't do good at all <laughs> I think they'll be looking
0: for a trade for like a Gibson, you know. I that'd be that'd be rough for a Ducks goalie to go to the L.A. Yeah, for a lot of the fans. But maybe that Hellebuck, you know, looking at Hellebuck to bring him to the L.A. I could see that happening. Yeah, stamp that here. You heard it first here at Cup Talk. <laughs> Hellebuck <laughs> to the Kings. Um, but moving down, the Canucks. They're just they look good.
2: I think they're just gonna. They're not making the playoffs.
0: No, they're no. gonna have another season of like, what do we need to do? Like, you look at their roster and it's a pretty good roster. I mean, Quinn Hughes also on D, but they are bringing a pretty much a whole new D core in from what they started the season last yeah. year with. So, I mean, it's been slowly happening, but they are bringing a whole new D core in. Um, they got Brock Besser still, you know, they got Elias Pearson still.
2: Yeah, I just. JT Miller still... I just don't think that they're... It's like, they'll do good, and they'll do
0: okay, but they're... I, I think uh, they're a bubble team. I think they're a bubble team. I hope they make it in, but they're a bubble team. For me. But you think they're... Uh, they're, they're not in, making they're it. They're going to suck. All right, well, then, moving down to the Flames.
2: Uh, a flames. team that
0: a team that last season, you would have been like, oh, this team could be one of the top teams. I thought teams. that they were going to
2: be a top team.
0: And then they sucked. Mm-hmm. And then they got a new coach. So... Are they going to be the... And everyone's like, oh, Flames, like, their expectations are very low right now because they sucked. But, like, yeah. last week, Larry, there was really high, but they didn't do anything to the roster. No. I think zero signings or one.
2: they will be but. a bubble team. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, I mean, does... I mean, who would have had the biggest drop-off in, like, NHL history? Yeah. A point. Yeah. Does he jump back up? Or does he go halfway up?
2: I he, don't know. Or does he stay down? <clears throat> I mean, Qadri... I don't know. Team. I mean, they have a lot of the right components to be good. Or I just don't know if it's just. A thing. you gotta have an opinion. That's what a podcast is about. You gotta have an opinion. <laughs> I told you, I think they're, they're gonna be a bubble team. Okay, bubble team. All right. All I right. mean, they got all the right components. Do I think that they're gonna do good? No, I don't think so. But they, there's that like two percent chance of me that it's like. I think they made the playoffs. Maybe they just like all of a sudden go on this tear, you know?
0: Yeah, they could. They could. They got a good core. Uh, moving to the Sharks. Sharks are looking to still last place in plain
2: sight. Yeah, I, I think that they're <laughs> gonna suck.
0: <laughs> they got rid of Carlson for nothing. use puck bag. We're in a rebuilding phase. yeah and but they're not even trying to be good. Like like coyotes picked up everyone's garbage, but like it was like pretty good garbage. These guys just picked up garbage that nobody wanted. See, and I Other see than me. Anthony Duclair, which I think is still a restricted free agent, so he's not even signed, but, like, that was their biggest, like, pickup, you know, and I, I think Anthony Duclair is a great player. But, like, that's your, you know, I mean, the hurdle's still there. Logan Couture is still there.
2: Yeah, but they're just, I don't know, to me it's like, if you couldn't do it last year with them, what makes you think any different this year?
0: Well, and they, they didn't, like, even, like, hit the bottom of the barrel last year. Like, they were, you know... I mean they were they were down there, but they didn't get last place, they didn't get the first pick, they didn't even get the second pick. <laughs> so
2: they're gonna suck.
0: Yeah. So I, I'm, I don't see what they're I don't know. I don't see a good future for a while. <coughs> I mean like like Rangers sucked and they brought it back pretty quick. Yeah. Kings sucked and they brought it back pretty quick. Sharks, I don't see that happening.
2: No, no. I mean I do wonder really honestly if they're like we're just going to suck it so that we can rebuild and actually get some better players down the road.
0: Yeah. So, um, moving on from the Sharks because there's nothing to talk about there. <laughs> yeah.
2: Sorry, Cash.
0: Golden Knights. They. What do you, what do you think?
2: I think that they're going to do pretty good. I think they'll be in the top three within the Pacific.
0: They literally, like before the, the, the freaking Vegas parade. I mean, I think it was actually after, but... Like, traded Riley Smith.
2: Yeah, I know. One of
0: the original misfits. Like, him and <clears throat> salt both came over in a package deal from the Panthers. Yeah. As we don't want either one of these guys. And they both put a chip on their shoulder, and they both killed it for the Vegas over the last five years. Yeah. And, like, literally before he gets his day with his cup, he's a Pittsburgh Penguin.
2: Yeah. Hey, peace out. <laughs> yeah, but I still think that they're going to be pretty good. I think, I think they're
0: still going to be good. I mean, just that. I mean, Mark Stone... Jack Eichel was yeah. like and then they're bringing back Aiden Hill which was their goalie that killed it for him yeah. and then Logan Thompson's going to be healthy again so goalie yeah. Tandem's going to be prime um I think Vegas wins that division yeah. again
2: if not top 3 for sure
0: yeah um the Oilers they're basically just running the back with the same team yeah. that they had as Connor Brown but other than that like
2: I think them and Vegas are going to be fighting for first place
0: I just like Oilers they're just like alright let's just do it again yeah is Stuart Skinner a good goalie or is he a flash in the pan I honest- Jack Campbell is signed long term for a lot of money and has not done great yeah you know for him and so no one's gonna pick him up he's not gonna get injured because he's not playing yeah <laughs> I mean I guess maybe you could get a game and
2: yeah but if your team's good enough it doesn't matter how good how bad or good your goalie is if your team is good enough they're gonna carry you through that
0: I mean they can they do win a lot of games like six to four seven to five yeah like. and history says that those teams that do that in the regular season don't win in the playoffs
2: I'm not saying they're going to win in the playoffs, but I'm just saying I think they're okay, going to okay. be gonna, okay, first okay. or second in the in, in the their, division in the division.
0: All right, and then last off would be the Seattle Kraken. <laughs> they're making the playoffs. That was the most exciting team <clears throat> to watch last year. Like, yeah. me, me and you both zero hope for them. Yeah, we're like, dude, first year they dropped the ball. Second year, they they like smash the ball on the ground, like you know, drop the whole every ball off the Christmas tree is smashed mm-hmm. on the ground. And then what do they do? They freaking kill it. And like, that was like that was like one of the funnest teams to watch, and just like seeing like where they went every week. It was just like they just kept winning and winning and yeah. winning, and then they get into the playoffs and they just kill it there too. And it's just like, man, Seattle, this is happening. And so, I know, but do they fall off? Because I mean, they lost a couple like not key guys, but like you know hardworking guys, and they're you know that's what the, that's what the that team was built on was like everybody pitched in. <coughs> yeah. So, I think, again, that's going to be the same, you know, kind of...
2: They're a wild... I'm telling you, they're a wild card team that so, makes it. But they're still going to make it. Yeah.
0: So, looking at the playoffs, do you want to, like, who you think is going to win each division?
2: Mm, mm, I, 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 I don't have... I mean, I can, but I don't have it. I did not come well, prepared know, with I my... Well,
0: okay, we're just spitballing. We'll just stay top three. We won't say wild cards. We won't say... But top three, I think... And here's the thing. like We said a lot of teams suck today.
2: I know. I know.
0: <laughs> and eight of these guys have to make the
2: playoffs. I mean, if I'm picking my top three in Western Conference, it's going to be the... No, Av- the top
0: three in each division.
2: Oh, sorry. Yeah. Top three in the Central Division is going to be Avs. I- I'm going to say Dallas. And then I'm going to say Nashville. So, I-
0: I'm going to kind of follow you. But I'm going to say Avs... Um... Predators for sure. I think it's going to go Avs, Preds, and it's going to be a close race. Because the Avs don't like to just kill it all season long. No. They love to take November and December off.
2: <laughs> I mean, the year that they won the Stanley Cup, they were literally one game away from winning the president. They were, trophy. they
0: were. But they did take off a, a huge part of the season. Like when we talked January, I think that year, mm-hmm. we were like, Avs underperforming, underperforming, yeah. Yeah. underperforming and then bam they hit the playoffs they kill it and I, I'm gonna go I mean it's it's up to the Stars and the Blackhawks
2: I just don't think that the Blackhawks are gonna, I think I have to take the Stars also
0: but so. I think maybe the Blackhawks <laughs>
2: maybe a wild card I mean like when, you're, when
0: you're looking at this though like eight of these teams have to make it Like I, I, I know put, I put the Blackhawks I think in the top eight as bad as they were last season but I mean, Logan the, Cooley. The guys we did talk about on the Blackhawks, though, like, that's all they got. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and Seth Jones. But, all right, well, we'll see. NHL game, preseason games are happening right now. We usually watch them like.
2: You didn't want to do the top three oh, in the Pacific? Top three, okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Good thing Benny's here to keep me on track. All right, so. Top three in the Pacific. You want me to go first this time? Yeah, yeah you got not off on you. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Golden Knights, Oilers, <laughs> um, Kings, Kraken, or Flame. I don't know. I think five teams in this division to make the playoffs. Now, I have too. Now I'm looking at it.
2: Um,
0: but let's go Golden Knights, Oilers,
2: Flames. I mean, I would go. Oilers, Vegas. <clears throat> just, say, just
0: say
2: what you want, you know.
0: It would be the Flames. I mean, I, I wanted you to be. You said they're going to be a bubble team, and now you're telling me they're going to. Uh, you know,
2: okay. <laughs> the, you know what? Truth be told, I'm going L.A.
0: L.A. I was going to say Kings. I was like, Benny's going to say the Kings. For sure. So I went Flames. But I So I,
2: so I talked to you on the Flames, huh? I don't know.
0: You look at all the teams, I'm like, ugh. Uh, I just feel like maybe Kraken wins the division. That'd be awesome. (laughs) Have you, you haven't been up there to see a game yet, have you? No, no, No. we should. I know Autumn's sister's
2: going up to see a game this year. Well, I just hear this, the city itself is Gotham. (laughs) Gotham.
0: It is. I mean, (laughs) it,
2: it is. It's a little, a little wild and crazy up there.
0: All right, well, um, it's been a great episode to be back, and see you all on the flippity flip. Hopefully, the flippity flip is next week, (laughs) being next week, so, all right, so everyone get excited for NHL season, watch your preseason, we usually end up watching, like, a game, we sometimes will turn on at night, but we usually, like, me and Brooks will, like, watch a game in the morning, like, we'll throw it on
2: the TV while I'm working, and.
0: He's playing hockey in the front room. but
2: Yeah, I just got the alerts like, oh, preseason game. I'm like, oh, they started. So. We watched,
0: uh, yesterday we watched Sabres. Brooke's been on Sabres kick
2: lately. And then today we watched the Red Wings and Penguins. Hmm. <laughs> I was going to say, we might go to an NHL game when we're in California. Yeah. A Kings game. So we'll see.
0: I just want to go to, we might go to the, well, we were going to go to Denver. Um, the like the, I think it was the home opener. Mm-hmm but it's against Chicago. Oh. But that tournament got canceled, so we're not, but we're going to Vegas Halloween weekend, the weekend before Halloween. And I'm like, "Oh, there's a Vegas game against Chicago." <laughs> so, like every other tickets like 70 to 100, Chicago's like uh 170 to 200. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, old Connor Badard. Uh, oh my gosh. I I wish he just wasn't as big of a superstar as he already is, you know. Yeah. But I I did see McDavid for the first time last year. Against uh, the, against the Sharks. I've never seen him. But well, all right. Well, tune in next time to hear the review of Indiana Jones, <laughs> Batman's locker, <laughs> Batman's locker room. We I mean we have any, I think we kind of like did Batman's locker room before you know on this one because we talked about movies and stuff. Yeah, we did. Yeah, so. All right, next week, Batman's Locker Room, Indiana Jones Review, <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Have you read any good comic books lately? You know what? I read the... Let's, let's, let's bring it back. I was just going to say your your Flashpoint comic book is yeah, right I back, saw that. But I read the comic book before seeing the movie, and they don't even like do much of the same in both of them.
2: No, no. This movie and everything is way different than the comic I book. I liked it, though. Oh, I did, too. I thought it was pretty good. To be honest, I actually don't like Ezra Miller as a Flash, though. He's too cheesy. Yes. No serious. Yeah. He's not
0: a good superhero. I don't care if he's a bad guy outside, you know, yeah. acting. I
2: don't really I care. I don't honest. like the way he personifies the Flash. Yeah. Like, it to me, I'm just... It, I feel like I'm just like... Uh, like, he's... like, cringy. He's, he's like just he's cringy. Like, so dumb that he,
0: like, even became the Flash, you know? Yeah. But... Um, I think that it was a good movie and my favorite part of the whole movie, like spoiler alert, George Clooney at the end. Oh, (laughs) that was the best part. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because it was Ben Affleck, you know, and then time altered, but that that was pretty good. When he's like, hey, Cured, or whatever he yeah, says. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Because uh, when I first watched it, I'm like, is this like the comic book? And I'm like, nope, this is not like the comic book at all.
0: But I honestly, everyone loves the comic book, and it wasn't one of my favorite comic books.
2: Mm, I mean, it was it's good. good. Yeah. I like it a lot. But I was
0: expecting it to be like the way that it's renowned from a lot of critics of being yeah. like such a great comic book. I think it's a great concept, but I don't know. It's okay. It's an okay comic book. It is a pretty good story. I mean, it's not one comic book, but, you know, the collection of it. Yeah. The graphic novel. But not one of my tops. But it's all right. (laughs) I don't think any Flash comic book has ever been one of my favorites. Well, how many Flash comic books have you read? Flashpoint? Exactly. I just don't connect with, you know, the Flash. I think it's, you know. They even did the cartoon version of it that's... Okay. Also, I was gonna
2: say I like the cartoon version of it a lot.
0: Yeah, it, it might be the best of the. Mm, I wouldn't say the best of the three, but so, yeah. But it was a it was a good. But I feel like superhero movies are almost, I don't know, a little bit too much now. Like they just like I want. I think the reason I'm gonna I'm gonna say that one I was gonna be most excited for is the new Joker. But it's not really a superhero. But I think the reason why the Joker did so well, is because. It was a low-budget film shot like a low-budget film. Oh, yeah. And not with the extra universe mm-hmm. and all that. And I know that's way like everything's going, is like multiple universe, this yeah. and that. Yeah. Even Ahsoka, if you guys are watching Ahsoka, it's all about a new universe and this and that.
2: Like, mm-hmm. Have you? Are you caught up on Ahsoka? I didn't watch yesterday's episode, but I am caught up on everything else. And you
0: didn't come to Tano Tuesday? <laughs> that's what Z said. He's like... Betty was all caught up and he still didn't come to Tano Tuesday. <clears throat> I was like, Oh, I didn't know he was caught up.
2: I didn't say, I know I had some oh, I had a work meeting that night. Oh. That's why. Well, Tano Tuesday finale
0: is this Tuesday. And if you guys have been all watching the Ahsoka show, you know, we we watched every Tuesday with my nephews and stuff.
2: But I hear it doesn't start at seven. I hear it's hang out, eat it's, and it's, make it's, food. And then what turn it on at like nine thirty. No, we turn it on at eight thirty. It's oh. it's dinner at
0: seven. And then we to this week we ate by eight. I mean we turned around at eight. Oh okay. So we can turn around at seven, but I was like, hey, you guys want to eat or watch the show? Yeah. And then I was like, oh, let's, watch, let's eat first. So this week we had you know some pog soup, which is Star Wars themed soup, and we had blue milk. You know. Yeah, yeah. But next week for the finale, we're doing hibachi. <laughs> hibachi right. for the finale. I might, I might
2: make it. Uh, I might make it for some tono hibachi. <laughs>
0: nice hibachi tanana.
2: Habachi
0: Tanano. Habachi tanano. But like I said, but what we got is like these new universes. Like yeah. and I get that. And like what I love about comic books though is like I know DC as a universe has done all these different like new universes to start reboot all these series. Yeah. But I like when a comic book series just says, Okay, here's a story. Yeah. We're not gonna explain where, when, what universe this is. Here's a story about characters that you know and love. Yeah, like the Batman Dam series. Amazing. Yeah,
2: (laughs) I mean, I, 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 it's kind of like I look at like the Long Halloween. Yes,
0: yes. Like the Long Halloween is like a, it's a two faced origin story. Yeah, but it's a little bit different. Yeah, you know, than you know before. It is
2: not in the continuation of. Batman comics, it's its own separate entity outside of the lineage of comics.
0: Yeah, in like year one. Year yeah. one is also like that, Batman.
2: I mean... No, year one is in the lineage.
0: Yeah, but it, it, there was already the like, his, whatever you want to call it, his origin story. It had already been created. Yes, yes. But it was a better take on the origin story. Yes. It was like Batman Begins in the movies. <laughs> Because Batman yes. Begins is definitely the best Batman origin story out there. Yes, I agree with that. But flipping over to Marvel, you want to know why Spider Man's my favorite one right now? They didn't do an origin story for him. He just showed up and he's like, "This is Spider Man." Yeah, <laughs> Yes, so that is true. So I think that's why the new Spider Man I like. But you know, I think Marvel. I think Marvel needs to just do movies again.
2: Yeah, I know. I think they focus too much on continuation of. The universe. the universe,
0: like like, I want to see a new Captain America movie. Yeah, that's just Captain America, no hoopla.
2: Just give me a Gambit, a solo series only. <laughs>
0: Gambit solo series. Yeah, I
2: think I honestly think that people would be like, oh, Gambit would be so stupid. But I honestly think if they did just like a Gambit only movie, it'd be sick.
0: I'm pretty excited for the new Deadpool though, with a you know. Hugh well, Jackman back as Wolverine. Well, yeah,
2: in the blue and yellow. Yeah, suit. that's what I think is so awesome is it's the blue and yellow suit. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> like ridiculous. Hugh Jackman, best best Wolverine man. He's the. I think he's. I think he's the only superhero that's existed in like every single movie. Like he's appeared in more movies as a superhero than anybody else.
0: As Wolverine, yeah, yeah, I definitely more than like Iron Man.
2: I'm pretty sure he appears in like eleven different movies. Well. I mean, there is, he is like in almost all the
0: X-Mens, whether it's the old, the new, like X-Men mm-hmm. does a good job yeah. of the universe or whatever time. Yeah. When they go to, when they go to recruit him in X-Men first class, by me one of my favorite X-Men scenes ever. Yeah. <laughs> but like, like just the way they did that. And then like how Deadpool, the scene where they open up the doors and they're like, Oh no, no, no. Like yeah. That yeah. part is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think X-Men might be my favorite Marvel, like, you know, ongoing <laughs> series. Yeah. I've always been a Spider-Man. I, I was explaining this to my kids the other day. When I was a kid, I mean, I got a lot of Batman stuff. But if I got Marvel stuff, Benny got Wolverine, I got Spider-Man. Yeah. No no questions asked. It yeah. was always like, and somehow there was always a Spider-Man and a Wolverine toy of everything they made. Yeah, yeah. Remember our little fighting guys, where you clicked a little like thing on the back, and like the two triggers was the hands, mm. and the two like thumb triggers were the legs, and like I, you would fight.
2: I vaguely remember. And like you would
0: hit them in the chest. If you hit their chest, they like were dead or whatever. Is it like their head would pop up or something? Did their head pop up or, I I, I forget what like the like what the hit count was, but I can't remember to be honest. <laughs> but like you just it was like it was like. Rock'em sock'em's, but like in yeah. there, you know. Yeah, yeah. But oh man, they don't make toys like they used to. No, I did get Benny a Wolverine toy for his birthday. Yeah, it was. It was pretty cool. <laughs> Snick,
2: <laughs> the Wolverine Snick comes out. Claws come out.
0: I was really bummed that you couldn't put like one claw out at a time. Oh, <laughs> but also that it didn't come with two. Yeah, I know that was a little surprising. Like Another only one? With one. It's like, oh my gosh, man! Come on. Kids got to get two. Like, imagine imagine <laughs> a Christmas Day, your mom gets that for you. Because it shows the kid with, like, two, yeah, you know? Yeah. And you get that Christmas Day, and you realize it's only one.
2: <laughs> it's not Snick, Snick. It's Snick. Snick.
0: <laughs> snick. No Snick.
2: <laughs> it was a pretty cool toy, actually. Yeah. But,
0: all right, we have gone on, I think, long enough on this tangent, but. Just a little bit. <laughs> <coughs> <laughs> when I, Whenever I talk to Jay, he's like, dude. That's my favorite part of the podcast. What, the tangents, <laughs> that and Batman's locker room, whatever mm, we call nice, it. <laughs> nice, I like it. He's like, I get enough hockey throughout my day, you know, and it's good to hear. But I like when you guys just talk about him.
2: <laughs> talk about this, that, and the other. Yeah, but Z
0: finally got his hockey, his uh, pants from Jay. It looks really good. Yeah, yeah, it looks good. He, he needs helmet. a new stick
2: now, though. Yeah, dude, he did break his. He broke felt, his
0: stick before I showed up to the
2: game. I felt so bad because he paid more for his stick than I did, and. Dude, I have a cheap stick that I still have had for like five or six years.
0: Don't you have the the Bauer NSX one?
2: I have a Bauer one still, and I I hate the curve on it, and so it's always my backup.
0: Oh. But, all right, well, until next time,
2: I'm Kept